Just Start Real Estate, episode number 196. All right, guys, thank you for being here. Thank you for joining me. If you've never heard the show before, welcome to the show. I appreciate you giving us a try. If you've been here before and you're coming back for more, welcome back. My name is Mike Simmons. I am your host, and today I have a great show in store for you. I'm very excited to bring it to you, but before I do, I want to make sure that you know that the Fail Fast Flipping program that Justin and I have developed for you is currently underway. We have exactly one week down so far in the program, but it's not too late to join. If you wanted to join last week, if you've been thinking about it, now's the time. Dive in. We're only a week into it, and you know what? It's not too late. You can very easily catch up. So I highly suggest that you dive in now. All of the materials that are there for you in the program, it's really a learn-at-your-own-pace program. We call it a 12-week program, but honestly, the material is there. You can you can watch it. You can listen to it. You can absorb it and apply it at your own pace. Not everyone works at the same pace. Not everyone has the same availability. So don't feel like you've started too late. You can dive in now. All the material from last week will be up there for you to learn, to listen to, and to apply. So go there now and check it out. You can get there through my website at Just Start Real Estate on the right-hand side. At the very top right-hand side, there's a little banner there. You can click where it says click here to get into the Fail Fast Flipping Program. Click on that, jump in, and get started. It's very, very easy to sign up. And there's also payment plans available. You can do a one-time payment, or you can break it up into three payments or even 12 payments if that's what works for you. So don't let the cost be a barrier because you know what? This program is so relatively cheap, it's ridiculous. It could be sold for a lot more. And I wouldn't have gotten involved in this program if Justin was out there trying to like, you know, overcharge for a program or not deliver the goods. I'm telling you, this program has more substance to it than any other real estate program I've ever seen. And it is a fraction of the price of most other programs. And he's made it very easy for you to sign up. If you want to make payments, you can do that. So there's really no excuse. If you want to be a house flipper, if you want to be a real estate investor, you owe it to yourself to go and check it out. So go to my website, juststartrealestate.com. On the right-hand side, click on the link for the Fail Fast Flipping Program, and I will see you inside the program. All right, on to the show. All right, guys, thank you for joining me today on another Quick Point episode. We're kind of getting back into the normal swing of things. As you know, for the last month, I have been doing and I've been airing my all-star question and answer series, and I just want to take a moment again to thank everyone who took part in that, all the great investors who took time out of their day, out of their schedule, out of their business to answer questions from my audience. And just to recap and just to remind you who those uh, experts that I that I tapped into for their knowledge was uh, Justin Williams. And uh, Justin and I have become pretty good friends and he's over there at House Fipping HQ, very successful real estate investor from California. So I wanna thank him. Also, I, I wanna thank Sharon Vornholt. Sharon is a very, very successful um, wholesaler and and just just a really great investor. And I, I appreciate her time and her energy that she put into this. Also, uh, we had in our panel, on our experts uh, panel, uh, 
Ben Levovich. And and Ben is Ben is a just a tremendous investor. He's a buy and hold guy. He's getting into syndication. He's pooling money together. He's doing some big things. And he was kind enough to take time out to participate in this. And and I really uh, want to thank him. And I really appreciate his time. And then last but not least. Uh, uh, Brandon Turner from Bigger Pockets. He is the senior editor over at Bigger Pockets, and he's also one of the guys behind the Bigger Pockets podcast. He's a co-host, and you know his his level of knowledge and his experience and what he's exposed to, especially being part of the Bigger Pockets community, just amazing and impressive. So I want to thank him as well. I really appreciate. I think the last month went great, and I think there was a lot shared and a lot of great content and just a ton of things you could have learned. So if you didn't hear all that, if you weren't around last month to hear the All Star question and answer series that I that I put out, then you should go back and listen to those because they were really phenomenal. Okay, today what I want to talk about, I, I talked at the beginning of the year, one of my goals this year was to start uh, buying rental properties, was to start that part of my business up, the buy and hold, the rental side of it. Now, I have one rental property before the start of the year that I've had for a couple of years, and it does pretty well. Um, it, it cash flows pretty nicely, so I'm happy about that, but I want to add to that. I, I wanted that to be a part of my business that I grow over time. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, explosive, aggressive growth. I'm not looking to just gobble up properties, you know, no matter what. I want to just really cherry pick and find great properties. So in this episode, I'm going to discuss the rental portion of my business, which I don't talk about a lot. I'm more of a flipping guy, but I want to develop this part of my business because I think that that passive income is important. It's an important leg of a real estate investing company. So I want to develop that and grow it. So um, like I said, I've started buying rentals this year and it was a slow start and, you know, I had to talk to a lot of different investors and some of the investors that I had worked with previously, just, they do, they weren't, they weren't interested in buy and hold. They wanted like to turn their money a little bit faster than that. So I had to work on raising funds for, for this project earlier on in the year and build those relationships. So I'm taking it kind of slow so that I can make sure I'm buying the right houses at the right price and getting the right returns and making sure, you know, that it's a win-win for both me and my private investor. And I think that I've, I'm doing that and I have done it. So I'm excited about that. So about a month ago, I was contacted by one of the wholesalers my local market that I've been building relationship with over the past several months. And, you know, I've been working to educate him a little bit on the types of houses I wanted. And he doesn't need a lot of education from me, but in order for him to know what I specifically need and what I'm looking for in a rental property, an investment property, then he definitely has to, to know that, right? I have to educate him on my business and not just the rental part. I want him to find flips for me too. I need those properties as well. I want to buy those as well. So I never want to forget about my flipping business, but I had to educate him a little bit on the numbers for me, what works for me. And it may not be the same as what works for his other investors. So I had to kind of go through that process and he's a great guy and someone I can see myself working with quite a bit in the future. We get along, we, you know, we kind of see things similarly. So I like that. I can talk to him and, you know, kind of feel like I'm talking to someone who gets it. So that's, that's always huge. Um, so he sent me two properties a few months ago and they're very close together geographically in a town that Frankly, I've never purchased a property in. Um, it, it's not a town that I would normally think of for flipping properties, but it's a great 
rental town. It's a very solid blue collar, you know, family oriented town with great houses that are extremely affordable. You're not going to believe the prices and they cash flow very, very well. And these are not war zones. I can't stress that enough. These are not war zones. These are very, very nice neighborhoods, very cute, safe neighborhoods. So once he told me the numbers, I was immediately interested, right? I ran, he told me the, the cost of what it was going to cost to get these things. And I ran my numbers and said, wow, these could be great. Of course, there were things that I needed to know about the properties in terms of the condition of the properties specifically before I could com commit. But, you know, he assured me that he had been inside the properties and he, he had taken pictures and it was in great, they both were in great shape and they needed very minimal rehab. So what I want to do is, is share the numbers with you of what, you know, what they rent for, what I bought them for, um, the insurance, the all that stuff, and then kind of give you my, my, my ROI or my rate of return that I expect for the first year. So, okay, here we go. The first house that uh, the, and I, by the way, I did buy these houses just a couple of days, well, about a week ago now, uh, finally closed down the houses. So they are officially, uh, mine. They belong to me and, and an investor friend that I'm partnering with. So, okay. So the first house that we purchased is a three bedroom, one bathroom house. Um, it's a, it's a two story. It's like a bungalow. I don't know if that's it's a, something that's common across the country, but basically it's like one bedroom upstairs and maybe a bathroom sometimes. And then the rest of everything else is on the main level. So it's like one bedroom on the, on the, up, on the upstairs. So this is a three bedroom, one bath bungalow. The price that I paid for it, $34,000. Okay. So for some of you in certain areas of the country, you're going to go, Oh my God, it must be just, you know, a pile of junk. It must just be a little shack somewhere at the edge of town where you wouldn't want to go. Not not true at all. There's there's other places in the country where people go, yeah, thirty four thousand. That's reasonable for a rental. So that is that is the price of the house. And I can tell you, it it's a great little house. And I can put pictures up, and I will put pictures up in the show notes so you can see what I'm what I'm talking about. But great little house, rehab needed. I had to estimate a little bit because one of the houses uh, was rented rented currently, so I couldn't get in as early as I would have liked. So I had to kind of make an executive decision. And the other house I could get into, but we'll we'll talk about that. So the first one I estimated repairs at five thousand dollars. Just figured I need to do some carpeting, maybe some wall repairs. You know, just kind of update a few things here and there, but not a lot. So five thousand dollars. The taxes on that house is $1,585 per year. Okay, not too bad. The insurance is gonna be $700 per year. That's a, that's a good number to quote. I know that's the number. Um, and then the rent, this one is currently rented. It was rented when we bought it, and it was rented for $735 per month. Now, that's low. The rent should be a little higher than that. I investigated, did some, did some research, and found that Actually, the area in that house will support an $800 per month rent. So that will end up going up in the future, and that'll help our returns when that happens. So, But for right now, it's $735. That's the rent that we're getting. Management fees, nothing. I'm going to manage these rentals. That's part of the part of the business model. You know, Once there's a certain amount of rentals, maybe I can transition to a management company. But for now, it's me managing. <clears throat> 
Okay, so given those numbers, purchase price $34,000, estimated rehab needed $5,000, taxes $1,585, insurance $700, and rent at $735 per month, zero management fees. The estimated annual, re annual return on those numbers is 16.75%. Not bad, right? So once I got into this house and looked around and was able to do a better job of estimating rehab, I realized I'm only going to need about $2,000 of rehab in this house, and that'll get it up to speed. So if I revise the numbers and plug in $2,000 of rehab instead of $5,000, the annual return goes to 18.15%, so a little over 18%. That's my working target for my ROI first year. Not too bad, right? Not too bad at all. So that's why I was interested in that house. The second house, let's go through those numbers now. Second house, a little bit different. It is a one story, it's a ranch. It's two bedrooms, one bath. The price that we paid for it is $29,000. Rehab needed, I estimated that it needed $5,000 before I got in there. These were the numbers I was working with at first. The taxes on that one is $1,540 per year. The insurance again is at $700 per year. And the rent is $700. Now, this one's not rented, but that's the rent that I expect to get based on the area and what's reasonable. $700 is, is a very attainable rent. Management fee, zero. Estimated annual returns based on my, my projected numbers is 18.11%. So just a little over 18%. Now, once I got into this house, because the tenant was moving out as I was buying it, so I was able to get in there the day I closed. Once I got in there, looked around, took hard look, flooring, very nice. Walls, great shape. Kitchen, clean. Not, it's a little dated, but doesn't need to be replaced. It's a rental. So the actual rehab needed in this house is a whopping zero. Just needs to be wiped down and cleaned a little bit. Not nothing really to even speak of. The house is in phenomenal shape, phenomenal shape. So the revised annual returns, when you take out the $5,000 of rehab that's needed, turns into 21.24%. Now, some of you out there who are landlords or who do rentals uh, as part of your business might say, you're forgetting one key number. You're forgetting vacancies. Well, not really, okay? I'm managing these. And I'm going to be very proactive about re-renting them, listing them, and getting someone there. But even if you plug in a vacancy, a month of vacancy every year, the second house goes from 21.24% down to about 19 and a quarter. So we're still at about 19% annual ROI. The first house goes from 18.15 down to around 16, 16.5%. So even when you plug in vacancies, phenomenal rate of return, phenomenal. So the overall annual return for both investment properties is a whopping 19.53%. Not bad at all. Those are great numbers. I'll take them all day long. Now, the really cool thing is in this town where I bought them, 
there are other houses just like these that I can get for similar prices. So this is a town that I plan on farming for rentals all day long and for the next several months, and I'm really excited about it. 19.53% is an annual rate of return combined for both properties that is just, it's really mind-blowing. Where can you get those kind of returns? Oh, and I should mention, I didn't even mention this, house number one we bought for $34,000. We're gonna put a few thousand dollars into it, um, but the value of this house, the after repair value, or you know, the market value, the retail value on these houses is around forty-five or fifty thousand dollars, right? So we already have ten to fifteen thousand dollars of equity in a thirty-four thousand dollar house. The second house we bought for twenty-nine thousand dollars. The the actual retail value of this house is closer to forty or forty-two. So again, we've got about ten to twelve thousand dollars of equity in the second house so not only are they cash flowing well there's instant equity and these houses will appreciate they're in an area that's going to appreciate um like i said it's not you know it's this isn't like the highest in neighborhood in the world but it's far from the lowest it's right there in the middle exactly where you want to be for rentals so this episode was to do nothing more than update you. I talked about my, my rental properties um, earlier in the year and I told you that I had some goals and I wanted to start doing that. So I wanted you to know I'm, I'm going a little slower than I was hoping, but I'm going at a pace that I'm comfortable with because the houses that I'm getting are just top-notch phenomenal. So that's where I am right now in my rental business. I wanted to update you on that. If you have any questions or or you want to make any comments, definitely go and check out the show notes at juststartrealestate.com episode 196 and I will answer any questions and I would love to talk to you about these properties or talk to you about your business. So definitely go there and talk to me in the show notes or you can always shoot me an email obviously at mike at juststartrealestate.com. Okay, that's all I have for today. Okay, guys, thanks again for joining me today. I really appreciate it. And I just have one last thing to say. If you've been reading books, if you've been taking courses, if you've been thinking about getting involved in real estate, there's only one thing that you can do to start yourself down the road of success. And that's just start. 